right, very good. You'll hear more, I promise. All right, so here's what we're going to do this morning. I'm really, really excited to introduce to you, some of you for the very first time, others of you, it'll be a renewal of relationship, but Randy and Laurie Bouton and their family, five years ago, literally five years ago this uh, last month, uh, began, started meeting together with me and a few other leaders as a core group that had the vision of launching Riverbend Church. They were a part of our core group that launched this church. And it wasn't long after that, uh, Randy and Laura began to share more and more of their heart to be involved cross-culturally in ministry in other parts of the world. And uh, they'll share more about that. But it wasn't long, actually two years ago next month, that we laid hands and commissioned Randy and Laura Bouton and their children to go and to move to Chiang Mai, Thailand, where they've been residing for the last two years. Can you, can you imagine? Now, I, I'm not here to make a big deal out of, uh, uh, you know, Randy and Laurie or spring chickens compared to me, but can you imagine at being retired from the Navy and giving up your security and jobs and everything here and then saying, I'm going to relocate my family to another part of the world, learn a new language, learn a new culture. Can you imagine doing that at, at 50 plus? Shall I just say, Randy, is that fair enough? All right, at 50 plus. And uh, that's huge, huge. So I want us to honor them. Uh, we're going to have a special mission Sunday, January the 7th. We have a lot of missionaries that we're bringing back home for that special Sunday where the whole day will be emphasis on going cross-cultural, ministering to people around the world. But today, I wanted to give Randy and Lori more time that they could just share about what they're doing. They can uh, encourage you in the Word of God, and we can receive from them. These are special people. Not only are they great people, all missionaries doing great work for God, but these are our own folks that we have laid hands on mission support and are actively interested and engaged in what they're doing for the kingdom of God over in Southeast Asia. So would you give a very, very warm Riverbend welcome to Randy, Lori, Bounton, and their famous children. Thank you, Pastor Bobby. Lori uh, informs me that I'm one of those children, so yeah. <laughs> she, she does a good job of keeping us in line. Well, it's a real privilege to be here today and, and to share. Uh, we appreciate everybody's support uh, over these past two years that, that uh, we've been in Thailand. We couldn't be doing what we're doing without the support of, of people like you guys uh, back here in the States uh, praying for us. Uh, supporting us in so many ways, and we were really, really grateful for that. Uh, we are, I think that we're officially over jet lag uh, at this point. Uh, when we were in uh, missionary training, we were told that uh, there's nothing right nor wrong when living in another culture. Uh, it's just different, and we've uh, had to learn that time and time and time again. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just different. Now, in the United States, we think that we are right. Uh, we got the right way. Uh, but there's only one way that's right, and, and that's the kingdom way. Okay. Well, uh, <clears throat> we are going to watch a, a short video clip just to give you some, some visual context of, of where we're serving in Thailand, and then we'll share more about that.
Amen. Amen. See some familiar faces in there? Yeah. Well, I'd like to invite the Carolinos and the Youngs to come up front with us. Um, we're all going to do a, a Thai greeting. Uh, we'll see how much they remember. <laughs> but I, I want to tell you that while they're coming up here, uh, you would be proud of them, of how they served in, in Thailand with us. Uh, it's not uh, an easy thing to go uh, on a uh, 24-hour journey. Uh, across the world, uh, switch time, uh, 12, 12 uh, time zones, um, but they did it. They did it. They, they answered the call to go. Uh, they all had their own issues. We all have issues when we step into the things that the Lord has for us, but they pressed through, and they served with excellence there, and uh, they were such an encouragement to us there on the mission field. I, I want you to hear this. Uh, missionaries short-term mission teams coming on the mission field and serving along those of us that are called to be there longer is such an encouragement to us. And they came at, uh, at a time where we really needed that, uh, to walk through some stuff. And God strategically uh, sent them there, and we're so glad that they said yes, and they stepped into it and, and did that. So we're so grateful for that. All right, guys, don't, don't embarrass me, Okay. <laughs> All right, so, so in Thailand, Thailand is a, uh, as most Asian culture, cultures are, is a, a culture of honor. Any, any, anytime you greet with somebody, no matter where it's at, uh, no matter who they are, no matter what walk of life they're in, uh, we, we greet each other the same way. So the uh, ladies, when they greet somebody, they say, Very good. 
All right. And the men, when they greet somebody, they say, <laughs> All right. Let's try one more time, brothers. <laughs> All right. Here we go. And the men say, <laughs> Very good. All right. Let's give him a hand. Let's give him a hand. All right, well, you uh, probably recognize these uh, T-shirts up here. They have gone worldwide now, uh, the Love Over Fear uh, T-shirt. And we get asked about these T-shirts when we wear them in, in Thailand quite a bit. That is such an awesome T-shirt. And, and the reason that it's awesome is that it is a life statement. It is a life statement of choosing, making a conscious choice of stepping into choosing love over fear. And that is what the Carolinos have done in uh, setting out to adopt their new little one. That's what uh, the Youngs have done in setting out to adopt their new little one. That is what you guys are doing by being here this morning. You are saying yes to the Lord's leading in your life in, in many different areas. You know, I served in the military, and we always had AORs. The military is full of acronyms. Uh, AOR is an area of responsibility. We always had our, our areas of responsibility where we sailed. I was part of the second fleet. I was part of the fifth fleet. I was part of the seventh fleet. And every time we went on deployment, we had a specific area of responsibility. We brought different forces with us to do different things. Uh, but we were all part of a larger team. But it, it, doesn't, it didn't mean that one AOR was more significant than another. Our AOR right now is Southeast Asia, but it makes it no more significant than your AOR here in Hampton Roads. Okay? Amen. So as we share these things, uh, we're, we're serving together shoulder to shoulder in the things that the Lord has for us. Well, this is a life verse that I've had uh, for uh, since I accepted Christ in the Na Navy in 1970. Uh, you aged me, didn't you? You, you said in the 50s. Okay. Uh, it wasn't in the 50s. It was uh, in, a, in, the, uh, in 1977. November 1977 is when I accepted Christ uh, as Lord and Savior. And this, uh, this verse here, uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Uh, I've used this verse in times of, 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 of peace uh, in the military. I've used this verse in times of war within the military. And you know what? It's not just in the military. We are in warfare each and every day. We're in a level of warfare no matter what side of the world we are living in and no matter how our assignments may differ, we are going through levels of warfare and we have to lay hold of God's word. And God's word here says that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And if you read through this whole chapter in, uh, in 2 Timothy, uh, you'll hear uh, Paul talk about the, the generational faith that was in Timothy's family. It was in his mother, or his grandmother, Lois. It was in his mother, Eunice. And now as in Timothy, 
Paul is his spiritual father. And what does Paul say in there? He says, I pray for you. I pray for you day and night. Day and night. Paul was praying for Timothy for the assignment that Timothy had. Uh, We know that there's prayer that's going on in this church for us on the other side of the world. There's prayer for this church going on on the other side of the world day and night. Well, uh, Paul also goes on to say that to, for Timothy to stir up the gifting that is inside of him. He challenges Timothy to take the action of stirring up the gifting that is inside of him. And we have that same challenge. We are responsible to stir up the giftings that God has given us. We have to know what those giftings are. That takes a process and Pastor Bobby is, is one of the experts in that, that area, and, and there's others here that can do that. But to know what those giftings are and to stir those up. I remember when Pastor Bobby came to us and, and said, hey, um, I want you to consider going to meet these people over in, Th- in Thailand. We thought we would probably end up in China, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but the call came to Thailand, and I remember uh, writing Pastor Bobby and, and, and saying, you know, I need to be intentional. I need to be very intentional in this, in this, in this season and in this calling that's coming our way. Um, <clears throat> I had to take the action to do that, to spend time with God, to, to be aware of where our, our, um, <clears throat> the fingerprints of God are in our lives and in our calling, and to make sure that this possible new assignment fit into that. That was part of our call. Our calling from God and not part of our own Randy or Lori uh, dream or desire. Well, uh, Paul goes on in this chapter and, and uh, he says after uh, uh, saying that God has not given us a spirit of, of, of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, he talks about, uh, therefore, so you can go forward and not be ashamed of the testimony of the gospel. You know, uh, as we sit over in Thailand, we haven't been that, that long, but we, we see the spiritual climate in, in America shifting, and we have to not be fearful uh, to do the things that God's calling us to do in the testimony of the gospel. When we go back to Thailand uh, here in a few weeks, uh, we'll, we'll land in, in Chiang Mai, we'll step up to the immigration uh, counter, and there'll be a big plaque there that says, this is the land of Buddha. Very bold statement. This is the land of Buddha. And so we have to be intentional and strategic about how we share Christ within that particular culture. And it goes back to this, this scripture here again. Well, like I said, we are, we are in our own uh, AOR, our own area of responsibility. We uh, do several different things, uh, some that I, I can't talk about yet, but uh, several different things in Southeast Asia. Uh, we are living specifically uh, in this red circle. You see Chiang Mai. That is the city that we, we live in. Uh, that is also a province. We do most of our work in Chiang Mai and north of us to Chiang Rai. Uh, to give you some matter of, of perspective, we, we live two hours from the border of what used to be Burma, Myanmar. And so there's a lot of people that reside in this area that are indigenous from other cultures, other countries that have moved there during times of persecution in their own country. This is just a a snapshot 
this is actually from the CIA website. Uh, if you look different websites, you'll get a little bit of different numbers on what the, the uh, <coughs> population or stateless uh, status is and religion. But these, these are pretty, uh, uh, pretty median, pretty middle of the road there. Uh, but there's 500,000 stateless people in, in the northern part of Thailand. Stateless means that they, they left their countries and they, they didn't have time to take their birth certificates or, or their passports or anything like that. So they've entered into Thailand and they have no documentation. They don't belong to any country. And that's some of the people that, that we minister to. Uh, some of the uh, up in the hill tribes, some of the names you saw in the video, the kids holding up uh, signs, Lisu. Lahu, uh, uh, we <clears throat> there's uh, six or seven different tr- uh, tribes up in the up in the mountains near us: the Aka, the Lisu, the Lahu, the Yao, the Karen, uh, Kachin, and Hmong tribes. Each with their own unique language, each with their own unique culture. Well, we want to since we don't. Th- this is the first time meeting some of you, so we just want to share a little bit of the f- fingerprints of God uh, in our lives. Uh, in getting us to where we're at today. Lori and I got, uh, got married. Uh, before we got married, we had a vision statement for our marriage. Uh, what, what did we feel God was leading us to do as a couple before we said, I do? And one of those things that we had in our vision statement was that we would have children biologically and that we would adopt children. We were both uh, pro-life, anti-abortion, and we felt like what, uh, adoption was something that we needed to do to help in the anti-abortion uh, effort. So in 2008, we brought home little uh, Caleb, little Caleb, little Joshua. Joshua's not so little anymore. Uh, we brought home Joshua in 2008. He is from uh, Chongqing, uh, China. We brought home uh, Zoe in 2011. She is from the uh, Shanxi province. And then in 2014, Pastor Bobby sat us down after service. You've got to be careful when Bobby says he wants to talk to you. Um, <laughs> and says, hey, just wait. I'll, I'll talk to you in a little bit. And when, it, when I can have some private time with you, yeah, it's serious. Uh, <clears throat> so he, he said, uh, hey, uh, I know your heart for cross-cultural ministry. I know your heart for the Asian uh, community. And I know a ministry in Thailand that needs some help. Uh, would you guys be willing to go there and just see if there's a God connection, if this is something uh, that, that God would be calling to you to in the next season. So we, we went to Thailand, got, God confirmed it in many ways uh, that that's where we were supposed to go. We couldn't leave right away because we were in, in the process of adopting uh, little Caleb. We brought him home in 2015, and then we were able to go uh, full speed ahead to get over to Thailand. Uh, I thought that when I retired from the Navy, I was pretty well set. Um, but when God called us to Thailand, we realized that we had to raise support, okay? That's scary stuff, okay? Uh, I don't really like talking in public, let alone sitting down and, and asking somebody for financial support. Uh, but we knew that that was our call, and so we had to be, you know, not with a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind, and step into what God was calling us to do. So we were commissioned in a setting similar to this in uh, January 2016 uh, to, to go to Thailand. We had boots on the ground uh, that, later that month, and our adventure began in, in Thailand. 
Well, some of the things that we've been doing in Thailand, we want to talk about some of the things that we have been doing. And then we're in a new season in our service uh, in Thailand, some expansion that's going on. So we want to address both. When we got to Thailand, uh, since we've been in Thailand, we've been doing evangelistic outreaches to villages. Uh, many of these, these outreaches are going into a village, sharing the gospel of Christ, and, and uh, leaving the village, uh, going back to our, our base, which was a children's home. Uh, there's a call for that and a need for that, but there's also a need for build, building ongoing relationship with the, the communities that you're, you're sharing the gospel with. Uh, we uh, were teaching English. I was teaching English and ministering at, at Hope House Children, Children's Home until uh, June of this year. English, my worst, I just hated English in high school. I was like, why do we need all these rules? Um, and, uh, and here I am, I'm teaching, I'm teaching English. But the, the beauty, of my, my love for English hasn't really changed a lot. But the beauty is the, the heart connection, the heart connection that's there in, in uh, teaching students. And so it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I do like teaching English. I don't know if they're getting that much better in their English, but uh, uh, there is the heart, heart connection, and, and they are able to speak, speak uh, English, probably better than what I'm able to speak Thai right now. Uh, teaching art at Hope House, Lori was involved in that. Uh, Lori is not a... a uh, an art person by, by gifting, uh, but she did research, uh, she got uh, coaching from others, and, and she stepped into it. She stepped into a, a, an uncomfortable situation and taught art and did a beautiful job and has been asked time and time again to uh, teach art in different settings. Probably the, one of the most uh, significant things that, that uh, at a heart level that we've been doing in Thailand is uh, twice a week we've had youth from uh, the, uh, the children's home and young staff from the children's home meet in our, in our home for Bible study. And it's just been a beautiful, beautiful thing to, to walk alongside of them and to help them grow in Christ and see the change in their lives. One of the first meetings that, that we had in our home, a uh, young man by the name of David, he's uh, 21 now, so he was um, 19 at the time. He looked at me that the first night in our home, and he says, how long are you going to be here? And I was like, well, we're going to be here until God tells us to, to leave, David. We're not, we don't have a timetable that we're leaving. We're, we've been called here to walk out life with you uh, in this season. And, and what David was expressing was something that is seen in the, in the missions community, is that uh, <clears throat> there's short-term missionaries that come in and, and go, and there, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a call for that. Uh, but he was checking, is it going to be safe to build relationship with you? Are you going to be here two weeks from now, a year from now? We're talking about going through a, a study program that's going to take us a couple years. Are you going to start it and then be gone? And, and that's something that in a missionary setting uh, we need to be sensitive to. Uh, are we there uh, for, the, for the long term, organizationally? Or, or individually. <clears throat> well, we also hosted uh, short-term mission teams in the time that we've been there. Uh, you know, top, the, the, the top one being the Riverbend uh, mission, mission team. So uh, very, very, very grateful to have them uh, with us uh, this, earlier this year. But we have hosted individuals 
uh, in our home to serve in Thailand. There's so many ways to serve in the mission field, so many ways to serve in the mission field. And, and, and we've got a pastor that is, is missions-minded. And, and so I just encourage you that as mission opportunities come up to serve, uh, that you step into it. You ask God, and if God has given you a prompting, you step into it and, and go. Uh, you know, my, my mission experience ha- happened on many short-term mission uh, assignments uh, until we were called into full t- uh, full-time uh, missions across, across the oceans. Uh, so where are we going in the, in the f- as we go going forward here? Uh, when you serve in Thailand, you have to have your visas under a foundation within Thailand. We were serving under Hope House Children's Home uh, until uh, uh, earlier this year, and we're in, in the process of changing. That's one of the reasons that we're back here. Uh, God has expanded our, our tag pens or our, our tent, tent pegs, as, as the Bible would talk about. Um, he's expanded the scope of our ministry. And this, uh, this uh, beautiful lady here, Crew Nita, Crew means a teacher in Thai. She is our, our, uh, our uh, Thai teacher. She's been walking with us now uh, for quite a while. Her husband is, is uh, Chinese. Uh, Crew Nita uh, grew up in, in a children's home in Thailand. Her father died early. Uh, the children's home took care of her, uh, gave her education, and uh, sponsors sponsored her. And when she got to, uh, to the, the age of going to college, uh, one of her sponsors said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll cover you for college. She went to university. She got her degree in education, and now she's running a business of her own. Well, in addition to that, she has a separate foundation, and it is called Water Heart Foundation. Its sole purpose, its primary purpose, is to be a covering for Christian missionaries to be in Thailand and to do the work that God has given that missionary to do. So we're going to be serving with, with uh, Krunita and her dear husband. We'll be doing community outreach uh, once a quarter with her, and the rest of the time we're going to be uh, doing the work that God has uniquely uh, given to us to do. Lori's also teaching uh, homeschool. We were homeschooling our kids before we went to Thailand. Uh, we were surprised to see uh, the, the number of homeschoolers in Thailand. It's a huge base of missionaries that that uh, a huge base for missionary organizations that minister in, in closed, world, world, um, closed parts of the world. So there's a lot of foreign uh, uh, missionaries there. But uh, it's been a rich experience for our kids. Our kids are, are uh, being uh, connected with, with children and families from, from Africa, from all places in, in Europe and Asia. And it's just been a really, really rich experience. And, and, um, and they've been blessed to have Lori as their teacher to... Uh, I became uh, TESOL certified this year, and as I was finishing that, they asked me to come on board as an as a, uh, instructor trainer, so there's a possibility I could be traveling into some different parts of, of Asia to do TESOL training with, with uh, other missionaries. Uh, we're still praying about that. Um, and I've been doing ministry outside of the children's home in the local, local prison system specifically with the, the juvenile detention center for our particular province. Uh, we've, uh, myself and this uh, um, uh, dear man here, we call him Guitar Dave because he teaches Josh how to play guitar. But uh, <coughs> uh, we've been uh, showing up at the detention center on a weekly basis. Sometimes we get in, sometimes we don't, but we show up. 
we show up. We show up. We show that we care. We show that we're consistent. Uh, and recently, the, the king of the well, last year, the king of Thailand died, and uh, they had a big ceremony for him in October of this year after a year of mourning. And we were, Dave and I were asked to come into the, the prison system and be up on the podium with all the other officials for this, this ceremony. We were the only foreigners that were there. And, and it just shows the, the importance of consistency, of showing up and, and showing that you care and, and building relational capital uh, for the purposes of the gospel. Well, we're also connected with a, an, an orphanage uh, called Connie's Home. Uh, we had somebody, a young lady, come and stay with us recently. She served at Connie's Home. Connie's Home takes in um, uh, babies that are, are near death uh, from, from orphanages or from the hospitals and, and loves on them until they're adopted. The adoption process in, in, in Thailand takes three to four years, so they're there for quite a while. Uh, there's uh, young ladies from the prison system that actually serve at Connie's Home as part of their sentence, part of their rehabilitation uh, so it's a, it's a very unique thing that's been worked out with the Thai government. Uh, this is a new baby arriving at Connie's home uh, earlier this year. This is a, a young girl by the name of Darini when she was at Connie's home uh, sitting on a swing. And then the young lady with the blue shirt on is Darini several years later coming back to visit those who cared for her. So it's just a testament of the quality of care that happens. In, in Chiang Mai, there's over 600 children's homes. In, in Chiang Mai, and I, we don't have time to, to talk about uh, what that all means, but we will, we will at, at future times. So, uh, uh, one of the other things that we're doing is we are building a relationship with key villages. Before we were going in, evangelizing, coming out, and, and, uh, and that was good, but we always had a heart that we had, to, we had to build relationship. We just couldn't go in, come out, and never see them again. And so we're building a relationship with key villages, this uh, particular village here is a Kachin village. It's two, two hours away from our home. This is one of the young men that have been meeting in our, in our home, David. He's the one that asked, how long are you going to be here? Well, we've been up to his, uh, his village now. He's introduced us to his parents. We're building a relationship with his parents, uh, with other villagers uh, there. Uh, this is inside David's home. Uh, this is a, the kitchen where they, they cook their breakfast. This is another house in David's village with the, the morning smoke going up. Very different culture. Not right, not wrong, just different. This is the, uh, the area around uh, David's uh, village. There's, uh, I believe, four other hill tribe villages around David's, uh, different, different hill tribes. Uh, this is the harvest season. This was October that we were up there. And here they are. They're out cutting the rice by hand, they're bundling it, and then they're thrashing it physically to harvest the rice. Well, during this time, everybody that's left the village for school, for work, uh, for whatever the reasons, they all come back to the village during harvest time to bring in the harvest as a community. You know, it's really a beautiful thing. Uh, The first time I was up there, I thought, you know, down in Chiang Mai, where we live, they bring in these rice combines, and they go through the rice fields, and, you know, it's done. It's done. Uh, you know, I wonder if we could do that up there in the hill tribes. But then I realized that if we were to come back and, and raise money for a combine, take that combine up there, it would decimate their culture. It would decimate their culture. 
because their culture is built around community, working together, getting the job done together, and, and it's not right, it's not wrong. It's different. And for us to go in there as Westerners and force our way would be wrong. So we have to love them right where they're at and share the love of Christ right where they're at. So we're in the process of building those relationships now. This is another young man with David, John Lai, uh, another young man that we've been build, building relationships with for two years. Uh, John Lai, he is uh, one of the stateless people in, in, uh, in Thailand. Uh, he does not have a birth certificate. He does not have uh, any paperwork whatsoever. So he can't leave the country. But what we've discovered is that if he goes through a university program and graduates, he'll be granted a Thai ID, and then he'll be granted a Thai passport. So we've said, hey, we're going to walk alongside you, uh, David, and we're, or John Lai, and we're going to help you get that degree. And that's uh, one of the things that we're doing while we're here is raising support towards that. Uh, cost of school, $150 a month. Um, you know, I went to Regent University. It's a whole lot more expensive. Uh, David, we said the same thing with him. His heart is to go to uh, Bible college, uh, $150 a month uh, for that, and we're in the process of raising support for that. One of the other things I'm doing in, in, uh, in uh, Southeast Asia is I've uh, been doing this for several years, doing leadership training. It's a, a two-year school uh, with, with business leaders in Singapore. We do that through the Internet, online meetings, as well as in person. Uh, that is continuing, will continue. Uh, and then we're also caring for marriages and fam- families in, a, in the mission setting. Um, we were just, uh, our hearts were heavy as we came into to Chiang Mai and started working with missionary families and just seeing the brokenness. Um, you know, some husbands' ministry is higher than, than the family, and the kids are, and the wife are left hanging. And so we've been walking with some families through that, and we'll continue to do that. And then championing the cost of adoption and foster care. We're so pleased to see the Youngs, the Carolinos, uh, in the process of adopting. We know that that's going to continue within the body of River Bend. Foster care, uh, it's all part of, uh, of doing what God calls us to do, to care for orphans and widows in their time of need. Uh, finally, uh, we are in a new day in Thailand. This is the, the uh, funeral pyre uh, for the late king. This was built for his cremation. His uh, funeral was a $90 million uh, ceremony over a six-day six period. Uh, but there was a shift, a shift in the natural that happened when this, this king that had reigned for 70 years uh, passed away and a shift in the supernatural that has happened as well. This is a move of God that's taking place just a couple hours south of us. Uh, it's an indigenous church. It's a pastor that does not have seminary training. He's just going with the book of Acts and the New Testament and, and evangelizing. Uh, they have uh, 3,000 in their network of house churches. They're baptizing 60 to 90 people a day. Uh, again, our hands are off. We're, we're not taking any credit for this. We're just recognizing the move of God. Uh, in, uh, between September and October, they had 300 new house churches, 500 new believers, and their goal by the 15th of January is to reach 60 new villages, see 1,600 new believers, and 100 new houses. Now, how we see that in a natural being a shift 
is when we drive in, in the streets or in the mountains of Thailand, and there, I think I called them deer when the Riverbend team was there. I said, these are Thailand deer. Um, <clears throat> there's dogs that sit in the road, and you have to drive around them. When I go riding with the kids on bikes, I don't get chased by a dog. It's really strange. I don't get chased by any dogs. And that's a physical manifestation of the spiritual state that's been in Thailand. A very hands-off, a very kickback, whatever happens, happens. Uh, but there's been a shift. It, 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 we've even seen that in the church, where they're very much within the four walls of their church and not reaching out and not, re, not, not expanding within their own nation, let alone taking it to other nations. But there's a shift. It's, it's happening. I don't know if the dogs are going to chase me when I get back, but, <laughs> but uh, that would be okay. That would be okay if it meant that the kingdom of God was advancing. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, this is our prayer card. It's on the uh, informa- information table out there. You're welcome to take one with you. Uh, contact information. If you'd like to receive our newsletter, there's a newsletter sign-up sheet out there. The statement at the top is something that uh, our focal point in this season um, is advancing the kingdom of God in Southeast Asia through serving orphans, children at risk, making disciples, building leaders, strengthening families, and empowering the indigenous church. And in that, we will be reaching unreached people groups as well. But I don't want to put that up there until we're actually into the unreached people groups. All right. Thank you very much. Pray over y'all. Hallelujah. We did this in the first service. And if you don't mind, uh, Riverbend, let's stand and let's pray over the, the mountains. And, and while you're doing that, um, I just want to have uh, Pastor... Pastor Bobby and, and uh, Carrie, come forward real quick. You'll you'll see that in our in our uh, video uh, clip that we had up there, there was a rescue elephant uh, picture with all of us in our manhut uniforms. In Thailand, there's what's called the painted elephant, and uh, every year they have a a, a parade, the parade of elephants, and there's thousands and thousands of dollars that's raised. Uh, through this for the rehabilitation and care of elephants. Uh, There's elephants that they sell that are as big as the cars out there that people buy in support of it. We couldn't afford one of those. (laughs) But this this, this is a painted elephant. Uh, Joshua and I went down to the walking street market down in historic Chiang Mai and and, uh, plowed our way through shoulder to shoulder uh, looking for uh, different painted elephants. And this one here has hearts all over it. And you know, God's heart, uh, he created the elephant, but the heart of God really is reaching people and changing the heart of people. And so we just, uh, we are are so appreciative of Riverbend Church, not just being connected with Riverbend Church, but Riverbend Church being our church. And uh, so as you guys are are serving here and, and changing the hearts of people here in the Hampton Roads community and beyond. Uh, we are teaming with you shoulder to shoulder, uh, changing the hearts of, of people in Southeast Asia. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. All right.
Father, we just thank you so very much for the Bowdens. We ask that you, your continued grace over them. We just pray blessings, strength be renewed to them in the name of Jesus. We thank you for making every crooked way straight. Also, we thank you for just blessing their family and their home. We, we thank you for expanding their ministry and ministry opportunities and, and even other missionaries, short and long term. We thank you for increasing the networks that they are connected with. And Lord, we just thank you for abundant grace in Jesus' name. May your kingdom manifest in greater measure in them, through them, in Jesus' name, amen.